Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. And after a day of uh, frustration, uh, frequently anger for people who love America, for people who uh, feel that Donald Trump is being unfairly persecuted, and he is, by the way, it's been going on for seven years, today I will do my level best to be optimistic because we're going to win good wins. Donald Trump is not going to go to prison for this. Donald Trump is not going to be prevented from running for president for this. Donald Trump will win the presidency because of this, among other things. So to start off this hour, I will uh, uh, share this. This is something that uh, I I selected from audio that I was watching last night, audio that I was watching. Uh, TV I was watching, took the audio, and my good friend and producer, Ken, put this together. June 8th is the day of insurrection, not January 6th. A weaponized U.S. attorney, a weaponized attorney general of the United States, have unleashed the full force of the United States government against a former president, the leading Republican nominee to take on the existing president. We have never seen anything like this in the United States. We saw it under Stalin. We've seen it in other uh, autocracies, Marxist regimes, fascist regimes, the third world. But they have taken the United States of America and they have dragged us into a hellhole. This is embarrassing, it's humiliating, and I'm going to tell you something. There are tens of millions of us. You have crossed the Rubicon twice, which has never been done. And we will never forgive you. Never, ever. And that's the bottom line. I'm done. Sing, singing a song of Donald Trump and America. Indict him at your peril, and next year you'll get thumped. Jack Smith is a left-wing hack. The man's a real disgrace. This is sure to blow up in his face. It has to. Are we still America, or is this a third-world state? Where you're allowed to prosecute the people that you hate We must stop them all before it's too late Do you hear the people scream? Stop this insanity Concocting lame indictments Cause Trump's your enemy It proves that you're afraid Afraid of Donald's run Cause when he's re-elected, you're all done 
Jesus. I am your warrior. I am your justice. And for those who have been wronged and betrayed, I am your retribution. I am your retribution. Yeah, and for anybody who says that uh, words like retribution are too terse, uh, I say, honestly, uh, step back and uh, we'll do the fighting. Uh, you just been tagged out. You are part of the tag team, but you've been tagged out. If you're a presidential candidate right now, like Tim Scott or Chris Christie or uh, or Ron DeSantis, and you just want to tepidly approach this and say, you know, well, wait till things uh, work their ways out, step right out because you're no longer part of the tag team. The good guys have been tagged in, and it's time for the good guys to kick the bad guy's ass. That's it. So if you have nothing to say about this, other than, ho-hum, here we go, another investigation, instead of seven years of this crap and an indictment, the second indictment on a sitting, well, I should say a person who has left office, second in history, the first one was Donald Trump by Alvin Bragg. And if all you want to say about it is we want to see this work its way out, then I say sit down and shut up because we don't have time for your nonsense anymore. We know that we are being abused. We know that abuses are being perpetrated against this former president and you. More importantly, you. You and me. The abuses and usurpations that the founders had, which caused the creation of the greatest individual uh, engine of economic and individual freedom in the history of mankind, those Abuses and usurpations paled by comparison, and I would venture to say that they pale even by comparison to, well, I wouldn't say this. I would say they rank right up there with what happened in the former Soviet Union to those who would dissent. What are happening to people in Cuba when they try to dissent? Why not? We've got, we've got uh, a bourgeois and a proletariat, a ruling class, a ruled class. The ruled class, they go to Washington, D.C., spend their entire lives telling us how to live ours, live high on the hog. Five of the seven richest counties in America surround Washington, D.C. They don't produce anything. And there are pipelines from politics to big pharma, pipelines from politics to big defense, pipeline from, par, uh, from politics and the intelligence community to big social media. And we're done. We're done with this. This is the new American revolution. They have been firing volleys at us, and we have stood in a line, and we've taken their bullets. And now we are going to do what our founders did. And we're going to move into the woods. And we are going to fight. And we're not going to be targets anymore. Nancy Mace, who uh, just a month or two ago, I would have labeled solely as a rhino. Because uh, she said a lot of very rhinoistic establishment things. But she has really crystallized in the last few weeks uh, with regard to rock-solid political philosophy for freedom-loving Americans. And here's what she said about Donald Trump being indicted the second time since he left office, unprecedented in American history, this time at the federal level, for nothing, for something that Joe Biden did illegally for something that Mike Pence did illegally and for what Donald Trump had every right to do as a president of the United States. Here's what Nancy Mace had to say about yesterday. Donald Trump and I have had our ups and downs. 
I've been very clear about over the, that over the last couple of years, but I want the American people to know, to make no mistake, this is the executive branch tonight trying to take out their number one opponent for the presidency of the United States in 2024. And they, they have one standard for Donald Trump and another standard for everybody else uh, in this thing. And if you look at the documents that President Biden had in his possession in his garage and in thousands of bo boxes and God knows where across the country in places that we don't even know of yet, uh, Hillary Clinton having the server in her bathroom at her home with classified information on private email servers, everyone's held to a different standard but Donald Trump. And that's wrong. And I do believe tonight that Joe Biden just secured Donald Trump's nomination for Republicans in 2024. This is Jim Comer yesterday because yesterday was about one 1023 form that the FBI has sat on that shows that Joe Biden took $5 million in exchange for loan guarantees to Ukraine with regard to firing a prosecutor who was investigating a gas company that his son was on the board of directors for. This is what Jim Comer says. That 1023 yesterday that spurred the indictment of Donald Trump for nothing was just the beginning for Joe Biden's troubles. They wouldn't even admit that this document existed until Senator Grassley and I told Christopher Wray that we had already read the document from the whistleblower. So then, once I got to view the document, it was apparent there were more documents. Then, as early as Monday, when they gave me the briefing for 90 minutes, the FBI tried to say there were no more documents. When we were negotiating last night on postponing this, uh, th th this motion to hold them in contempt, they finally admitted there are more 1023s on Biden and bribery, and they're going to let me see those now. So we're making progress with, with the FBI. The FBI clearly has treated uh, Joe Biden very differently then they're treating Donald Trump. But thankfully for the American people, the House Oversight Committee is on top of this. We, we're uncovering the banks. Right, we're uncovering question, the shell companies. These are things that we will continue to push forward on. All right. Here is Donald Trump last night stating the obvious that we are essentially at war. A boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years that they can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man. I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, yep. and that came out. No collusion after two and a half years. It's a joke. They come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot. But we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're going to stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell. And they come after Donald Trump. Yep. We have such big problems. And this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments and they lost and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation. Seven years. I'm innocent and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. And this man's poll numbers are going to go through the ceiling because he's going to be the candidate.
He's not running against other candidates. He is not a candidate. He's a movement. He represents you and me. He does. He wasn't that. Eight years ago when I saw Donald Trump, he wasn't part of a movement. He didn't represent me. I didn't have any patriotism toward Donald Trump. I could have given a rat's behind about Donald Trump. But he came, became much more because he was the only person in my lifetime to go Washington, D.C. and turn things upside down. And because of his presence in Washington, D.C., we know what Washington, D.C. has been doing to you and me for years. So this only ignited the fire even further. This only threw gasoline onto the fire, or as Sebastian Gorka said last night, dynamite. Let's go to William in Rockville, Maryland. Hello, William. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Well, well Rob, thank you for being the voice of so many people as well. Um, I have to say, Mark Halperin, we can't forget what Mark Halperin said on election night 2016. And he said the election of Donald Trump is going to be worse than World War II, 9-11, and the Civil War combined. So anything that man says, I throw out immediately. Donald Trump is going to be the next president of the United States, and I am proud to say that I support Donald Trump. He is a man that is giving everybody, uh, like you say, a voice. He is uncovering all the stuff that is going on in this country I am surprised there has not been articles of impeachment already, uh, not just filed, but into a committee and announced by the Speaker of the House, because what's going on in this country, you've got a man that bribed a foreign country, a foreign government, to benefit himself, and that gets ignored. We've got a two-tier justice system, but it's not third world, because the history tells us first world was the United States, second world was the Soviet Union. This is a second world problem. This is Stalin and what he did in the United States of America and all those men and women that fought bravely for our country and the men in Vietnam that fought against communism, they're the ones that are suffering as well because they fought for against a form of government that has now been implemented into the United States. I'm surprised that the FBI hasn't taken you off the air and they haven't gone after people like you. Because this is exactly what they're doing. They're trying to shut down America, the voices against them. This whole January 6th stuff, that insurrection crap, that was to prevent you and others like us stepping up and standing up for our country because they want to persecute us. And I thank God for Rob Carson and what you're doing. Thank you, my brother, because I'm not giving up. I'm not giving up. It's it, Too many people have died for what they are trying to destroy right now, and I'm quite simply not going to take it anymore. William, I appreciate it. God bless you, brother. Uh, we've got to fight. I, just, I don't have time for anything but fighting now. I, I don't have any time for any of this mental masturbation about, oh, he took a document, and he may be in this and that in jail, but shut up. We're not stupid. We know how badly we've been abused through the COVID pandemic, through the beginning of Joe Biden's administration. It's been lie after lie after lie, abuse after abuse after abuse. And now to top it all off, they're going to drive us into debt that we will never recover from. We have no say in our federal government. We have a broken election 
election system that is completely corrupt. We have a judicial uh, system that has been weaponized against a political party and a political movement. All of the branches of government essentially have been turned against the American people, particularly those who are patriots, people who are founding, uh, founding uh, principal uh, acolytes, and it has got to be beaten back to save the country. And by God in heaven, I'm not going to live in the dystopian Stalinistic hell they want to take us to. It's going to stop now. I'm going to uh, take a break here. Celia, you hold on. We've got some other great audio from, uh, oh, including Joe Biden. He says he's honest. I always talk about how um, Democrats like to make a mess and rub your nose in it. He did it yesterday just to insult you further. He's a filthy, foul, and awful man, and he needs to be indicted. He needs to be removed from office. This is the Rob Carson Show. He's the best thing to come out of Iowa since Superman and Captain Kirk. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yesterday, Joe Biden appeared slightly lucid. Uh, He isn't lucid. He's uh, still declining in uh, mental and uh, physical faculties. And he is a, uh, a joke. He's the most corrupt politician uh, in the White House in America's history, and Americans know it. That's why they asked last week, 53% of Americans believe that Joe Biden and the FBI is actually uh, working to uh, favor Joe Biden and not uh, uh, prosecute Joe Biden in favor of prosecuting Donald Trump. You've got uh, 66% of the American people saying that if Joe Biden is reelected, it'll be da- disastrous for the country. I like to say that Democrats, they, uh, they do like what people used to do, and maybe some people still do. If they do, they need to be smacked upside the head. And that is when your dog goes inside the house, they go over to the mess and they rub the dog's face in it, thinking that the dog's going to learn something from it. Well, this is what the, uh, the the Biden administration wants to do. They create a mess. You go to complain about it. They rub your nose in it and they blame it on you. And here is Joe Biden in all of his arrogance uh, being asked about all the money that his family's got, including yesterday, by the way, the 1023 that showed Joe Biden got $5 million from Ukraine. It was part of the Burisma deal with Hunter Biden on the board of directors. A bribery allegation. Congresswoman Nancy Mace says there's damning evidence in the FBI file that you sold out the country. Do you have a response to congressional Republicans? Where's the money? Yeah, where's the money? I'm joking. It's not a funny joke, jackass. It's not funny at all. We know you got the money. But, you know, he thinks he still has the, uh, the uh, I guess, the uh, capital, political capital despair. He doesn't. He has the lowest approval ratings in the history of the country. Here he is uh, literally telling us, after everything we know, that he is honest. This is, a, this is a mess, and he's rubbing your face in it. Because you notice I have never once, not one single time, Suggested the Justice Department what they should do or not do, rather than bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. He said that he's honest. Listen to that again. Rather than bringing a charge or not bringing a charge. I'm honest. He says he's never told the FBI to do anything. Well, I got a little of audio that says otherwise, and you know it as well. Well, this is the same group of people that said when it came to calling parents domestic terrorists that the White House had nothing to do with it. And it turns out the White House wrote the letter. The White House told DOJ, you go after the parents. You know that's what they're doing here. I don't buy for a second that the White House isn't involved in this. Of course they are. Absolutely, 100%. Let's go to Celia in Severna Park, Maryland. Hello, Celia. Welcome to the Rob Carson Hello, Show. How are you? Glorious. What's up? 
Thanks for taking my call. You've taken it on my grandson who got the myocarditis from the second booster in the baby boot camp. Who's on four heart medicines, 18 years old. Isn't that wonderful? Anyway, I agree with everything you say. All your callers. Why are the people in Washington that are supposed to be speaking for us doing nothing? I'm 70 years old. Why do we still have people in the prison in D.C.? Yes. What in the hell can we do? Well, I uh, I like to say that we have a, a bourgeois, we have a proletariat, and now we have a Bastille. This will not end well for those in power. Uh, when it came to the French Revolution, people had their heads chopped off. Uh, while it is uh, slightly appealing at times, we won't go there, but it is time that we threw people in jail, out of office and into jail. Celia, I appreciate it. God bless you. We'll say prayers for the young man in your life who's experiencing those heart problems because... We were lied about COVID and the vaccine. Remember that? That's another abuse and usurpation. Back in a few. Opinions are easy. Entertaining? Not so much. It's the Rob Carson Show. Before we go to our special guest on the Newsmax Hotline, this is a longtime friend, Dan Bongino, who was just fired from Fox. Weird, weird, weird. Last night on Newsmax, talking to Rob Schmidt and not mincing words. The police state's here now. The idea that you live in a constitutional republic, take it, wipe your rump with it, and flush it down the <laughs> toilet bowl, because that's gone. The police state has been here. It's been here for years. You're just seeing manifestations of it right now. You have to understand what's going on. The timing here is not accidental. Evidence came out today, hard evidence, that the president of the United States, while he was Obama's vice president, was involved in the biggest political payoff in in human history, in a political scandal. This is all about making Trump go away and covering up for not just Biden, but covering up for Obama, Rob. And if you don't believe the police state, look at all the Trump affiliates, all the Trump associates who were literally rounded up using armed FBI agents for charges that were superfluous, like Peter Navarro. It is unbelievable the times that we live in. And uh, as Sebastian Gorka said last night on Newsmax, they haven't added fuel to the fire. They've added dynamite to it. Jack Heath is the home of Good Morning New Hampshire, and he joined us live from that state right now. Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob, how you doing? Brother, you know what? Last night, obviously, like with uh, so many of us, we were uh, a little angered, upset, uh, really, really hacked off, to be quite honest. And uh, this morning, after kind of uh, looking over what's happening, um, feeling better about it, but realizing we've got a lot of fighting to do. How about on your end, my friend? Well, I, I think it's interesting up in New Hampshire because, uh, like Iowa with the caucus, uh, we have the first primary. So, uh, you know, the Republican heavyweights that are running against Trump for the nomination, and I keep reminding them they have to get through Trump to win that nomination. They they weighed in on this DOJ classified document stuff. And I thought it was interesting because Governor Christie, I'm not surprised because, you know, he juxtaposed his running as he's the Trump puncher. He's the Trump jabber. He's the guy who can take on Trump. Yeah. So when I asked him about, and he's also the former U.S. attorney, as you know, when I, he was almost trying to defend the Department of Justice, waiting to see what comes out. You know, Jack, I've got the, the audio. Can, Jack, can I play the audio real quick? I'm yeah. going to play the yeah. audio of your interview with, uh, with Chris Christie. I've got about a 60-second piece of audio. Yeah. When did you do the interview, by the way? Uh, this morning, live at about 9.15. Right. Here we go. Look, I, 
I think there's a couple of things here. First is that every case has got to be determined on its own merit. And so as far as whatever is going to come out on Tuesday regarding Donald Trump should be judged on the merits of what happens with Donald, what he's done, what his conduct is. Now, is that from this morning, Jack? Yes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. And that's why, unlike some of the other candidates in this race who have jumped in to say how unfair this is, um, I'm not going to say anything like that until I actually see what what, what facts and evidence they have and what, what they're charging him with. I mean, facts do matter here, and the truth does matter. Now, on the Biden stuff, look, the Hunter Biden stuff, the Hunter Biden case has continued, is continuing. And I want to remind everybody of something. Two Justice Departments ago, they didn't charge Hillary Clinton. And I think right. that was wrong. I said so. Yeah, and that's already over, by the way, and there's nothing we can do about it because the evidence has been destroyed by the FBI. Uh, that said, here he is kind of d- dancing around it, Jack. And I'm just going to say, he doesn't have a chance of winning. I, I do not. There's no. There's not a snowball chance in hell. Even if he goes at because he was an MSNBC host and he's a fat rhino. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, but he is a giant rhino. How about that? Is that better? Uh, but tell me about you. What you thought of his response to your question today? Well, you know, our own White House correspondent John Decker questions his path too, because you know you can criticize Trump, but what's your what's your path to getting votes and support? So I kind of agree with you. I, I said to him, I said when he finished, I said Governor Christie. I appreciate you've been a U.S. attorney, but you're running for president in New Hampshire. Can I tell you about the person I bumped into this morning early before my show at Dunkin' Donuts? He builds homes. He knows who I am. We said hi. He listens to my show. And he said, Jack, I know what you're going to talk about this morning. This is incredible. How come they're always going after Trump and charging him and indicting him, and they don't go after Biden and his son? And I said, Governor, you can spice this and wordsmith this and say wait for the evidence, but this is a home builder. These people aren't stupid. The optics here are pretty clear. How can you defend the Department of Justice? I think Tim Scott, who had on my show this morning, the U.S. Senator, said it better. It's like we have we have two two barometers for justice. Lady Justice should be blindfolded. And and if you're, it seems like they're going after Republicans. How can you not draw that conclusion? So I think it's a big <clears throat> problem for the Justice Department. I think it helps Trump in the short run raise money, and his numbers will shoot up. Christie makes the argument that it will hurt him in the general election. But I don't know how you defend this, because the optics to that home builder in New Hampshire are pretty clear. Well, Jack, also I'm going to tell you, 66% of the American people polled last week said that Joe Biden uh, winning a second term would be disastrous for the country. Okay, so as far as this nonsense of Trump can't win a general, you know what, I'm just tired of that crap, because that's what this all is about. It's about, even if he does make it through this, that he will not be elected, he has no chance of winning. That's bullcrap, Jack, because they had to literally try to throw the election in 2016, and they did. The FBI, the DOJ... Uh, they were all involved in trying to throw the, in, in successfully throwing the 2020. So anybody saying that Trump does not stand a chance of the general, particularly against the criminal in the White House right now, I have no time for their nonsense. Here is uh, Tim Scott from your show. I'm going to share a little audio from that and get your response yeah. on the other side. Today, it appears that this DOJ has for a long time been hunting Republicans and protecting Democrats. I will say that I don't care whether you're a part of our party or not, what we all must have is confidence in the greatest justice system in the world. And today we do not because it is not. We have to do better. As president of the United States, I would purge out the inconsistencies and the biases 
in our justice system by starting at the top of it. We need new leadership. You have to fire the folks in charge. Now, to me, that just sounded scripty. I mean, he hit the right points, but it sounded very scripty. I need to hear somebody talking off script about the absolute malfeasance of what's going on in Washington, D.C., not dance around it and say, I'll fix it when I get to Washington, D.C. Well, I don't know what you can do until then, though. I think I think it's hard to argue with what Senator Scott said, Rob, because it's commonsensical. It does seem like there's a double standard. You know, one of my analysts this morning tried to argue with me that, you know, well, just because they didn't charge Hillary Clinton, um, it's, you know, he can't say you shouldn't go after Trump now. I said, wait a minute, wasn't she a presidential candidate? Didn't she knowingly break the law? How can you walk on that? And, and you know, the other thing is, you talk about bringing this country together. Who's dividing the country, Rob? Let me ask you that question. Who is dividing this country? Who's pitting one side against the other? Who fuels on that? You don't, no one wins when the Justice Department is questionable, like at the top. No one wins. If you don't have faith in justice, it leads to an overall cynicism, not just in Washington, but the Justice Department. And, and, and then when everything's politicized, it makes it worse. So they, they should have known. How can, they, how can Garland not know that indicting Trump and, and not, in the past, not Hunter Biden, not Joe Biden, and that, how long have they been playing with this Hunter Biden investigation, Rob? How many years? Yes. And now they're talking, it was just a few months ago, they raided Mar-a-Lago, and they can act this quickly on indicting Trump, but they can't act quickly on indicting the Bidens? What is going on here? And people, the average person out there is not stupid. They don't have to be a Washington insider or a lawyer. They get it. It looks bad. The optics look bad, Rob. Well, sure, the optics look bad, but the people who pay attention and the 72% of Americans who say the country is going in the wrong direction, it's clear that people are beginning to get it. 53% of the American people believe that the FBI is working with Joe Biden to cover up his crimes. It is cutting through because people are turning off places like CBS, NBC, ABC, PBS, MSNBC, CNN. It's very, very obvious. They're turning away from Fox News as well. I'll just go ahead and do a plug for my network. It's growing dramatically because the people on that network yeah. don't change their stripes can i play a little bit more of your tim scott interview real quick sure yeah you're all right well, jack heath by the way the pulse of new hampshire uh and diane feinstein barely has one here he is a justice system where you feel like there's always a thumb on it real or perceived that is a problem that actually distorts justice distorts the american dream and distorts the view of the individual who holds that theory that there is a thumb on the justice system yeah, and also I might mention that I do believe that if you look at the American people, they have lost a good deal of faith not only in the FBI, the DOJ, but also other uh, uh, agencies like the DHS, like the CDC, like the HHS, like the IRS. I can go on and on, Jack. Yep. Well, you know, Rob, in my show, I like looking at history. And everyone all likes to blame, blame everything on Donald Trump these days. He's the one who's dividing. He's the one who's stirring it up. He's the one who's attacking his own Justice Department. Let me ask you a question. They started a hoax. The, the Russia collusion investigation was basically a rumor mill, two-year special probe before he was even in there. There's pretty good evidence they were probably spying on him at Trump Tower. But you go back to JFK and J. Edgar Hoover. I mean, Kennedy battled his Justice Department before he even got in there and had to bring his brother in, Bobby, to be attorney general. Bill Clinton tangled with Louis Free. When he was in the White House. So this is not a first, but it's getting to be the pattern is getting very bothersome. And when the average person looks at this and says the question, why are they always charging Trump? Why are they always indicting him? Why are they not going after the other people? And it it, it creates a big problem. And in the short run, it probably helps Trump.
One of the things that you've uh, you had during this conversation is the division that's been created in the country, and it is rather interesting that the left has done, and this is their this is their modus operandi. What they do is they create hate, they create a crisis, they create a division that is not there. Maybe that is racism. They say that if you're a white, you are going to be you are racist. If you are black, you do not have a chance because of institutional racism. And then when you say no, that's not the case, you're called a racist. When you are, for instance, not in favor of the sex and sexualization of children or the possibility, the, the Mengele-esque process of saying that a four-year-old can become the opposite gender, putting that child on puberty blockers and then do mutilative surgery, and then when you complain about it, you're a transphobe. Do you, do you recognize the pattern here, Jack? And I really think yeah. people are, are quite done with this because they've used it to divide us, but it actually has united us against this absurdity. But I'll even use simpler terms, Rob, to your point, to back up Rob, Rob, your point, Rob. And great to be on the Rob Carson Show. You know, look at a number of years ago when they were pushing climate change down our throat. Before Al Gore made his, or while he was making his two or three hundred million dollars, that John Kerry was flying around at these conferences in his private jet and telling us how much our carbon footprint is bad driving a pickup truck. They, it was used to be, it used to be global warming. Now they don't use that term, and the media goes along with that. You notice that now it's all about climate change. Yeah. Well, how about how about the border? They started off calling um, people illegal aliens. Right. And then it became illegal immigrants. What do they do now to make it softer and not as device? make it, you know, almost like nullify the people that are seeing what's going on at the border. Migrants. So they do it a lot. They change the vocabulary. If it doesn't fit the narrative, they'll change how it's described. You know, speaking of history, years ago, I was talking about <clears throat> Hillary Clinton getting hundreds of millions of dollars from Russian oligarchs uh, after she left the uh, the Secretary of State position after signing off of the Uranium One deal. And I said that there are people in power who like the oligarchic model, and it's both very it's it's really proven itself out because if you look at the way people used to leave office in the past, uh, Eisenhower was merely nearly broke, uh, but Barack Obama became a hundred millionaire. The, the Clintons became worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Joe Biden has become worth dozens of millions of dollars uh, throughout his entire political career. But we are an oligarchy. We are becoming an oligarchy because people in Washington, D.C. can't can't produce things and create things like, uh, like say, for instance, uh, Elon Musk can. So the only way they become wealthy is to become board members on a $6 trillion company, and then they spend that company's money. Or, 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 I love this, the Clinton Foundation, boy, that one went away fast. How much money yeah. they, were, they were raising, what, two, a quarter of a billion dollars? And, yeah. And then, don't, and then don't you love the fact everyone talks about Trump's infidelities and charges about women making claims against him, the Manhattan DA case. And, and there's never been a serious probe on Bill Clinton and yeah. Jeffrey um, uh, Epstein. I, I, just, I mean, I just, I just look at this going, he flew to his island. He hung out with the guy. He flew on the plane with these underage girls, but it's Bill Clinton, so it's okay. It is. It's ridiculous. Jack, can you hold on through the next break? I know you're busy and you've been on the air today and you probably haven't had much sleep. Uh, can no, you hold through the break? Boat. I got a new boat, Rob. I'm trying to get down to rig it up today. Well, then I'm just asking for an invite. That's all. Uh, and why don't you think... <laughs> what do you I'll, think I'll, about that? <laughs> let's, let's take a break. This is the Rob Carson Show. If the left tells you to quiet down... Get louder. 
It's the Rob Carson Show. On the Newsmax Hotline is the host of Good Morning New Hampshire, Jack Heath, on the Pulse of New Hampshire and its affiliate stations. Uh, he is actually, I, I, you know, there's Simon Conway, WH O in Des Moines. He does a great job. He gets a lot of names there. Nobody compared to Jack Heath. When it comes to presidential politics, when it comes to primary, nobody gets the names like Jack Heath. <laughs> Not even me. And I tried, brother, but you get everybody. And, uh, you know, maybe you should use that new boat and you should take a candidate's out on the boat to have a casual conversation, although I wouldn't take Chris Christie. I don't know if that'd be a good idea. <laughs> uh, no comment. No, no. I've been doing a long time like you, and uh, I think the background in television here and getting to know people in Washington, and yes. I just try, you know what I try and do is have them on, ask the questions, yep. don't follow the national narrative, ask him questions. You know, uh, you know, we have an opioid crisis here. I, I, I read the numbers yeah. today to two or three of the candidates, presidential candidates on my show, about how many people were poisoned by fentanyl. And I said, I'm tired of people not doing anything about it. What if this was your ne- nephew or niece? What do you do? Don't just say it's a problem. What do you do? And uh, I've been doing that for a while. I, I love it. And and you are, uh, I just think you do a great job. The interviews that I hear from you, you let the candidates talk. I think that is fantastic, even though, you know, most of them don't stand a, a chance in hell. Uh, that said, let me ask you this. Uh, the dynamic of Robert Kennedy uh, Jr., the first Democrat candidate for office that I have ever appreciated, uh, even admired his positions mm-hmm. in, in decades, it's probably since before I could vote. What do you think about Robert Kennedy Jr.? What is that dynamic going to add to the Democrat race or the race in general? I think he's going to do better than people think, and the more people that say he's crazy, the better people are going to think you know, he's going to he's going to do. I mean, your your promo, your lead into your coming back out of your break. If the left says quiet down, speak up, or you know, yes. be louder. Robert F. Kennedy is appealing to independents. Everyone misses this. Independent people, they they kind of like the fact that he questions things. He has every right to raise the questions he has. He's got people know him, and he seems to have some courage. To even get out there and run. And a lot of people are like, hmm, why is this guy doing this? And you know what? He's not one of them. And I would be, I think Kennedy's going to do better in New Hampshire, better potentially nationally. But the thing I'm looking to, Rob, I think there's something else going on. We talk about Trump and Trump and Trump all the time. I think there's something going on with Joe Biden and Harris. And I got to tell you, I, I don't think, I'm not positive Biden's the nominee. I know the plan is probably the DNC game plan. He's is not going to be. He's not going to be. I've been saying it since he was elected. Yeah, avoid Iowa, avoid New Hampshire. He can't answer the questions. Anoint him and and Vice President Harris becomes president. I don't think it's going to happen. I think there's something else going on here. And I think uh, Gavin Newsom formed his pack for a reason. Kennedy's coming along. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, Jamie Dimon jump in this thing. I I, I think it's going to change. I think the only person who is a threat right now is Robert Kennedy Jr. I really do. He's the only person I would consider a threat. He's the only person. And you know what? I don't I don't not like the guy. I just hate the party. I'm afraid that if he got in office, the Repub- the Democrat Party would destroy him and take him left. Uh, yeah, you know, they could. They could. That's the only concern. I'm like, hey, maybe Trump Kennedy. You know, and then I'm thinking, well, what the hell if Trump got to knock it out? What would happen with Kennedy with the Democrats? The Democrats would to, would bring him to the dark side. When are you going to get out of the caucus state, come up to New Hampshire in mid to late July, come into our building, do your show, right. do mine. Let's do uh, it. Come up for the day. We'll put you up for the night. We'll get about four or five candidates coming through Let's during go. the day. We'll have fun. 
Let's do this, Jack. Let's do this. I will talk to Lee. I know he's listening right now. Uh, I, I am so proud, and, I, and I'm not meaning to be patronizing at all. I'm very proud to be a part of this network of stations, Jack, because you, when I hear you, you teach me, bro. Uh, no, you, no, you, no. You, no, no, no. You just, you're, you are remarkable. Uh, you do a great job. And the most important thing is you connect. You connect with people. That's the thing you do well, the best. So, I enjoy it. I have fun. But, you know, it's like pro golf. It's an honor. We're, all just, we're all just learning, and we just got to kind of hit our all right all right dude i gotta run god bless you have right. a glorious have weekend. A weekend and i will be i'll be on the horn with the powers that be to get my butt out to new hampshire very soon let's take a break right. this is the rob carson show Funny show in america on air and on the world wide web this is the rob carson show this is our number three of the rob carson show by the grace of god it is finally friday finally friday by the way newsmax will be featuring a rally two rallies with donald trump this weekend I am going to be on before the second rally on Saturday night on Newsmax with my uh, commentary and analysis. If you'd like to go to uh, NewsmaxTV.com, look for uh, listings and all of that stuff, that would be huge. And also, if you want to hear the monologue, the opening monologue of the show today, which I would consider a top ten monologue of my life, and I mean it, I I believe uh, it was a top ten monologue of my life then I would suggest you uh, check out the podcast and you share it with others. What we do is we take the uh, daily show and we divide it into two podcasts. Ken, my producer, who I call Redneck MacGyver, uh, he makes it into two uh, 40-minute or so, maybe up to an hour segments. Segment one is one you'll want to share uh, with others. Uh, I do believe that the opening monologue of the show is one of the best I've done. So uh, go ahead and check that out. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen, Newsmax.com slash listen. I will turn this over for a second to the great one. June 8th is the day of insurrection, not January 6th. A weaponized U.S. attorney, a weaponized attorney general of the United States have unleashed the full force of the United States government against a former president, the leading Republican nominee to take on the existing president. We have never seen anything like this in the United States. We saw it under Stalin. We've seen it in other uh, autocracies, Marxist regimes, fascist regimes, the third world. But they have taken the United States of America and they have dragged us into a hellhole. This is embarrassing, it's humiliating. And I'm gonna tell you something. There are tens of millions of us You have crossed the Rubicon twice, which has never been done. And we will never forgive you. Never, Never, ever. And that's the bottom line. I'm done. 100%. 100%. I want to play a little bit more of uh, Mark Levin. And I also want to share an amazing moment last night from a, uh, a man who knows communism. Uh, a man who has, I, I admire greatly. I, I don't know Sebastian Gorka personally. Um, he's a friend of a friend. And his monologue last night, he was called in to fill in and uh, do a live show because Donald Trump was uh, indicted for the second time since leaving office, an unprecedented historical event based on the President of the United States and a corrupt Department of Justice attempting to throw an election. This would be the second election, should they be able to get away with this, that they have thrown, although they did a try in uh, in 2016. Here is uh, some Mark Levin last night 
talking about the seriousness of the charges and where we go from here. President Trump is 76 years old. If the Department of Justice gets his way, he will die in federal prison. Just by one of these counts, conspiracy to obstruct justice, which has a 20-year maximum sentence. This is a disgusting, disgusting uh, mark on American history for the future to come by these bandits in the White House, by the Democrat Party that don't play fair anymore. They don't want to just win elections. They want to take control of this country. They want one-party rule. And they have used the Department of Justice and the FBI to get what they want. Merrick Garland is a mob lawyer. That's what he is. Jack Reed is a rogue, Soviet-style prosecutor. And if you don't believe me, look at the fact that Merrick Garland listened to the Department of Education and Joe Biden and took marching orders to go after parents who oppose CRT. The DOJ has imprisoned people in a prison in Washington, D.C. without trial for over 800 days because of what the FBI stopped calling an insurrection. It was a setup. January the 6th was a setup. One million people went to Washington, D.C. because they recognized there was something wrong with the election and they thought that their leaders would listen to them. But instead, those leaders, they put their operatives in the crowd, and they let people in, and they lured them into their demise. This happened a long time ago, and they called that event Reichstag. I said on January the 7th, that was a Reichstag. There are people in prison in Washington, D.C., 800 days without a trial, being denied counsel, religious services, and every night at 9 o'clock, they sing the national anthem. Here is Mark Levin talking about the incredibly corrupt... As Jared said... The Jack Smith, the prosecutor in this case. Attorney General of the United States made this final decision. This is not the independent counsel statute. This is a special counsel appointed by the Attorney General under a Department of Justice regulation. This Attorney General, who pretends he's Helen Keller, he made the decision to indict the former president, and they made the decision to interfere in this election. You want to talk about an insurrection? This is an insurrection. This, and that's exactly what's going on here. This latest indictment was signed off on by the president of the United States against his political opponent. By the way, in Arizona, there was a secretary of state in charge of the elections who managed to not recuse herself from that election. And then on the day of the election, when Republicans voted in person because they didn't want their vote stolen like in 2020, 65% of the voting machines didn't work. And they want to do that nationally. Again, here's Mark Levin. This is a document case, a document case where a president of the United States or a former president faces 100 years in federal prison. Is this some kind of a sick joke on the American people? Joe Biden says he never told them what to do. Joe Biden had to sign off on that's becoming a National Archives case to have it go to the Department of Justice. Who does he think he's lying to? The American people? This is a guy that's got 
documents from the time he was in the U.S. Senate, for God's sakes, in his garage. And this indictment came out on the day that it became very, uh, well, there is evidence now, not only to suggest, it just says Joe Biden got millions and millions of dollars from Ukraine to fire a prosecutor who is investigating Joe Biden's son working at a gas company in Ukraine, which makes you go, huh, why are we wholesale sending tens of billions of dollars to Ukraine right now. And we are not getting an itemized list as to what this money is being spent on. Here is a little bit more from Mark Levin about President Trump. What did he do with the documents? Did he sell them to the enemy? No. That's why we have an espionage act. Not the trick of a president. What did he do? Did he burn them all? No. The government has all the documents back. So there is no violation of the Presidential Records Act at this point. Yeah, and Donald Trump didn't get $5 million for selling out the country. One more soundbite from Mark Levin. Democrat Attorney General in New York. Democrat Prosecutor in Manhattan. Democrat Prosecutor in Atlanta. Democrat Attorney General in Washington, D.C. What do you mean he's not above the law? There is no law. Boom. I told you. And I mentioned yesterday on Twitter, we have a bourgeois, a proletariat. We have a Bastille, just like in the tale of two cities. We cannot believe or trust the Department of Justice. We cannot believe or trust Congress as an institution. They have spent us into oblivion, and they continue to do so. They just did so against the will of the American people. We have a president who is the most corrupt in history, and we cannot trust our elections. We couldn't even redress our grievances with the government. We couldn't redress our grievances with an election that we said, hey, man, there's just so much evidence that this was, this was not on the up and up. And then they brought in the National Guard to keep you from coming to Washington, D.C. for a year after said election. So what choice does the people have? What choice do we have now? Let's go to Chris in Fort Worth. Hello, Chris. Thank you for holding my brother. What's on your mind today? Rob, I love you. It's your man, Catman Chris, here in Fortress, (laughs) Fort Worth. And, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, real quick, uh, real quick, uh, you said uh, this month is, well, I thought, I thought just like you that last month was a great gay pride month, but we got like 20 more days of insanity <laughs> in this nation. Uh, and it's funny because a true story happened to be just a few weeks ago, actually a few months ago, but a few weeks ago it became apparent. Uh, I adopted a cat, and she was the be- most beautiful little cat in the world, big blue eyes, little petite thing. Well, and I named her Shyla because she was so shy, shy and schizzy, and I had to adopt her off. She's a feral cat. And uh, then about a couple weeks ago, I noticed Shyla had cojones. Shyla pulled a Dylan Mulvaney on me. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not you have a trans cat. Oh, my God, Chris. I had no idea the conversation would go in this direction. You have the world's first trans cat. Congratulations. Yes. I think I saw a trans putty cat. I did. I did. I think we need to boycott uh, Friskies. Uh, go ahead. What's next? <laughs> What's next? The sham of uh, of uh, indictments coming on. It's, it's like Mark Levin said. It's 
it's a it's a it's a insurrection against law and order, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and these are the criminals. They're the hangman, the jury, the judge. They're trying to, you know, kill them. And uh, I don't think it's going to work. MAGA is a movement that's too powerful. And I'm with Donald Trump. Just I know, like you, I know you are. And we just got to stick with it, vote our way. I, I get involved, I'm involved with all elections, uh, city, uh, county, state, federal. I, I, I'm very active. And, and you know I'm what else we need to do, Chris? We need to raise some hell. We need to raise some damn hell. And I'm not talking about violent stuff because we never commit violence. January the 6th, Trump supporters never committed violence. Trump supporters never wear flak helmets. Trump supporters never bring grappling hooks. Trump supporters never bring bear spray. You know who does? Antifa. So (laughs) you know what? We're done. Do like the Armenian dads did. Do like the Armenian dads. When Antifa shows up, pull their masks off. If they swing, you take them down. I'm done. I'm done with this nonsense. I'm done with all of it. Say no. And when somebody takes a swing at you, you take them out. I'm just done playing around. I'm tired of my country being taken away from me. I'm tired of my children's future being taken away from them. They have, to some degree, had their futures taken away from them because the federal government completely bleeped them as far as their education is concerned the last couple of years because of COVID nonsense. We were subjected to 2020 because it was 2020. The left took over the country, burned the country, and nobody's been held accountable. Well, I'm tired of it. The gloves are off. I'm not going to take this crap anymore. I'm not going to sit down and have a, a discussion with the nuances of the case. Because there's no case. When you're dealing with fascists, there's no case to be made. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, well, the thing is, we got two things in our favor. Um, number one, we have God and we have the truth on our side. And we need to be vocal. We need to stand up for how we feel about where this country's going. And... I wish I knew more ways of doing it, I, but I'm a poor man. I, I, I'm not. I don't have my hat in my hand, but uh, I, I don't know what I can do more. Weapons you need, Chris. Than, You've got all the weapons you need. All you need is uh, a direction and a way to do it. And uh, there are a lot of people who will provide that to you. Um, I appreciate your phone call. I got to run though. Um, here, here's the thing, guys. Um, the most powerful weapon is saying no. Uh, The most powerful thing you used to be able to do was vote. We have to confront people. We have to be vocal. We have to be very proud. We have to be as loud as they are. Uh, We have to be louder. We have to uh, educate ourselves on what's going on. And when they present uh, vacuous, stupid arguments or vacuous arguments, you, you take them down with facts. And if they just present nonsense, you say, I don't have time to engage you with your stupid discussions. I did not catch the stupid, and I'm not going to attempt to placate you when your beliefs are completely off-center. I'm not going to try to come to some sort of an accord with those who want to sexually mutilate children and steal elections. The only thing that I have is the ability to fight you and for my side to win. It's not a physical fight, uh, but it is a fight. And that's what we have to do because they declared war on us. They've been in the middle of a war. All of this nonsense that we're going through in schools, in the border, in the chaos in America, that has been done. That is their civil war that they launched on us. And now we've got to defeat them. Let's take a break and come back. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. 
The left has been trying to get you to hate America for 50 years. And we're fighting it and we're fighting it hard. Guess what? It ain't working. It's the Rob Carson Show. I was watching uh, Newsmax last night, uh, flipping through the channels and uh, spending a lot of time on Newsmax. And uh, last night was uh, an extraordinary evening. Uh, Rob Schmidt continued his show into the 7 o'clock hour. And uh, uh, it was improvised. It was really, really good. And then Sebastian Gorka took over at, at 8 o'clock when Chris Plant would otherwise do his new show. And uh, and he was amazing. And he opened the show. It was it was. Really hadn't seen anything like this in a while, um, and uh, it was remarkable. He said that his producer gave him a script, and he said, I don't need a script. And then he proceeded to talk for an hour and interview guests and share his experience. His parents were from communist Hungary, and he shared a story at the beginning of the show about his father. They were at the beach, and uh, Sebastian was a young boy, approximately eight years old. And, uh, and I, I believe I might have heard this story before, but he shared it last night, and I thought it was incredible. I looked at him, and I saw something I hadn't seen before. He had these white lines on his wrists. He wasn't old enough to be wrinkled on his wrists. So foolishly, little child that I was, I said, hey, Dad, what, what are those? Without skipping a beat, with no emotion, he looked down at me and he said, son, that's where the secret police bound my wrists together with wire so they could hang me from the ceiling of the torture chamber. What's the difference between that and keeping food and clean water from January the 6th defendants? That's when my life changed. Why? Because from that point onward, I realized that evil wasn't something from fairy tales by Grimm or books by Tolkien with dragons and wizards. Evil is real, and evil lurks in the heart of man. That's why I've been fighting, in my own way, totalitarian ideologies for the last 25, 30 years. Usually jihadis. That's what I did in the Defense Department. That's what I did in the White House. But now, it's not religious extremists. It's secular political ones here in America. There you go. Uh, Jim Gossett, our comedian of the show, other than me, did something in the same fashion and created this today. Normally, he's one for the punchline. This one came from his heart. The serious side of his heart. When I look at corruption Like we witnessed yesterday I wonder if I'm still living In the USA Out of Stalin's playbook They've taken a page Misinformation We cannot be silent No, they must know our rage And they will Cause they're proud to be un-American They prove it every day With phony prosecutions While the Bidens get away Get away with taking Big fat bribes With Joe it's pay for play Is this a banana republic? <laughs> yeah. I miss my USA we're tired of the American oligarchy. 
They feast on foie gras, and we shop for groceries at the dollar store. Enough is enough. Much more coming up on the other side of this break. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. for decades. That's not right. It's not fair. And we're quite simply not going to take it anymore. Honestly, it's not fair to the world. It's the Rob Carson Show. If you just look at Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, they left office. They never were indicted for anything. They were never indicted for uh, destroying uh, documents, for keeping documents. Uh, Donald Trump uh, is uh, no longer in office. Uh, there were no, uh, there, he was out of office literally for a year and a half, so two years, and he gets indicted uh, historically for the first time by a, uh, a political um, uh, prosecutor in New York and now a, uh, a political prosecutor and, uh, and a corrupt president. And that means that there is only one reason for his uh, prosecution and his indictment, and that is to throw an election. Because they see the writing on the wall. And if you don't believe me, I want you to listen to this audio from the last seven years from the media. Uh, This is not a one-off. This is a pattern from the DOJ and the deep state against Donald Trump. Why do you think these attacks are becoming so much more frequent now? It's not surprising that Donald Trump is increasing his attacks. The walls are closing in on him. The walls are Don't just stand there, try and brace it with something. It feels like the walls are closing in on the White House. It feels as if the walls are closing in here. I think the walls of, of justice are closing in on President Trump. Increasingly desperate, feeling like the walls are closing in. That's 2017. The president clearly... That was when the FBI got the 1023 that said Joe Biden had taken $5 million from Ukraine. Feels all the walls closing in on him in terms of the Russia investigation. The walls are closing in. I think at this point, the walls are spinning. It does feel like the walls are closing in, but think that the administration at this point... Yeah, you know what I have to say to you people? Well, I can't say it on the air. Yeah, I'll just say that. But if you watch the opening of the show, I uh, in the video on my Rumble channel, you can see the monologue of the opening of the show. Uh, I made it very clear what I have to say to Joe Biden and his followers. You, if you can lip read, oh, yeah, and it doesn't take much. One word starts with an F. Let's go to Don in Salinas, California. Hello, Don. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show, and thank you for holding. Yeah, hi, Rob. Uh, on this whole indictment thing, I've got to say Trump has them exactly where he wants them. Trump's a student of boxing and a great fighter, and he knows you pick your fight, you maneuver your opponent into fighting your fight, not their fight. And look at what's going on here. The lion's share of this indictment is not the documents. It's how Trump and his legal team dealt with the Justice Department, FBI, and this judge over the handling and transferring of these documents. Perjury traps. False statements, blah, blah, blah. This is stuff that prosecutors use when they got nothing. Okay, when this actually goes to court, it's going to crater like the Hindenburg. And the people are going to see exactly what the hell Trump has been dealing with all of these years. I don't know if it's going to help, but 
It, this is another nothing burger. It's another thing, a swipe that they take trying to keep Trump from being reelected president. I'm hoping people wise up about this. Oh, I've got one other thing. When you're playing Levine, I had to turn my radio down. His voice was making the dogs in my neighborhood howl. He was, <laughs> you know, Mark, Levy, about, Mark right? Levin was on fire last night, bro. It was one of the best monologues oh, I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and one more thing that that statement you had of the no people need to say no. Yes, uh, there's a quote from Atlas Shrugged where she said, "The simple no of your victims is enough to destroy you." Remember that, people. All right, bro. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. Okay. Thanks. Bruce Lavelle was on, uh, he was a Trump uh, associate uh, in the Trump administration, also a businessman from, uh, from Atlanta, also uh, somebody I've gotten to know. And he, uh, he got medieval on this, uh, this DOJ and Joe Biden. Especially you, Mike Pence. Especially you, Ron DeSantis. Especially you, Chris Christie. He is talking about the other candidates in uh, in the uh, Republican race, whose um, uh, comments about this have been unremarkable when they should be. This can't happen. Can you kill that phone, please? Thank you very much. Here is Bruce Lavelle. Especially you, Nikki Haley. You, Tim Scott. All of you need to be lining up and getting behind President Trump right now. And you need to go to the highest mountain and scream this away. Because let me tell you something. Watch this. If you are huddling up with your little consultants and you're trying to stick your head and put your finger to, well, is it safe or should we do this or should we do this? To Carolyn's point, you, sir and ma'am, who are on these ballots will be cursed also along with that. If you sit back and condone this mess, this is the career ending from you. Because if we don't show up, you see what happens. And this goes for all these candidates that are sitting out there saying, well, you know, I'm going to go out here and deliver it this way. I'm a better choice. Sit down. You would not have been there if it wasn't for Donald John Trump. And I don't want to hear all this, well, you know, he's going to get indicted. Yeah, because you're over there egging it on, being two-faced. So what do you think is going to happen? So step up. Boom. Boom. Kaboom. This is interesting. A lawyer for uh, uh, Trump's valet in Mar-a-Lago alleges misconduct. The lawyer for Donald Trump's valet under scrutiny in the Mar-a-Lago documents investigation has submitted court papers describing a meeting at which a top federal prosecutor brought up his application to be a judge when they tried to gain the valet's cooperation last year, according to three people familiar with the matter. So basically they said, well, we understand you want to be a judge. Well, that's kind of interesting. It might be a little more hard to be a judge if you don't listen to what we say and do what we do. Even though prosecutors have no control over the success of judicial applications, the fact that it was raised in the context of trying to persuade a lawyer for a witness to recommend cooperating could give the appearance of coercion in one of the Justice Department's most high-profile cases. But this is your Justice Department. Unbelievable. This is kind of good, though. Listen to this. Shocker. Huge increase in the number of uh, Americans identifying as conservative. And it's not even really conservative. It's really foundational patriotic people. That's what it is. It's people who just want to, I don't know, uh, exercise common sense. Not fall into this insanity. This nonsensical insanity meant to destroy this country 
If that makes you conservative, then whatever. New poll from Gallup, latest values and beliefs survey, reveals shockingly that Americans have turned back to conservatism with a vengeance on social policies, policies and the economy. You know why? Because of all the insanity of the social policies of this country and the uh, completely bankrupt economic plan. For the most past eight years, Americans were about uh, as likely to say they were liberal as conservative on social issues. This year, there is a more obvious conservative advantage. The shift is mostly due to increasing social conservatism among Republicans at a time when social issues such as transgender rights, which has jumped the shark, they overplayed their hand, abortion, uh, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, Roe v. Wade is dead, ding dong, ha ha. Uh, I say that because I'm a... Survivor, actually, adopted. My mother was sexually assaulted. Uh, In other hot-button concerns prominent in the national public debate, when asked to describe their political views overall without reference to social or economic issues, 40% say they have conservative views. 31% say moderate. That means 71%. Only 26% as liberal. That's been the same for a very long time. 26% as liberal. But it's not liberals who are running the country, it's leftists. And those are less than 10%. Believe me. The polling said 38% of respondents are conservative on social issues, up from, 33, uh, up from 33. 44 are economically conservative, both the highest numbers since back in 2012. Those identifying as liberal plunged from 34 to 26 last, or, uh, 29 last year, and in this latest poll, 26. The increase in conservative identification on social issues over the past two years is seen among nearly all political and demographic subgroups. Like, for instance, people who shop at Target or want to have a Bud Light. Republicans show one of the largest increases from 60% in 2021 to 74 today. Conservative identification. Independents show a modest uptick of five points from uh, 29, uh, 24 to 29. There have been no change in Democrats. 10% of Democrats say they're conservative. Since 2021, there have been a double-gendered increases in conservative social ideology among middle-aged adults between the ages of 30 and 64. I wouldn't say 30 to 40-year-olds are really, uh, you know, uh, middle-aged. At the same time, older Americans' ideology on social issues has been stable while there's been a modest increase in conservative social ideological uh, among young adults. Like my daughter, who realizes the insanity of the world right now and doesn't want to be a part of it because she's a woman. She's a young woman who had her uh, academic career in high school from her second semester as a freshman in high school to her uh, middle of her junior year, completely destroyed with nonsensical COVID protocols meant to terrify you and take advantage of a pandemic that was created by an enemy state with our financing. When Americans were asked to describe their views on economic issues, 44% identify as very conservative or conservative, 33% moderate, which means 77% on economic issues are conservative or uh, moderately conservative compared to 21% who are liberal. The latest budget that was passed against the American people's will, it's true. Only 21% were down with it. The percentage saying they're conservative averaged 40% between 20 and 22 and has gone up to 46. America's turning away from bat guano crazy. That's really what it is. They've turned away from bat guano crazy.
because we've had bet guano crazy uh, shoved down our faces. That's what we've had. Uh, let me see if I can find this here real quick. I, I, I'm going to play this because this would be a nice icebreaker. Um, hold on. This is, these are all the things, and, and you, you may recall, and this appears to have worked. Um, I always say don't catch the stupid at the end of my radio show, my TV show. You know the reason being. Because I have common sense life experience and I do my research. And so when I am presented with something that's preposterous and unbelievable, I say, uh, don't catch the stupid. For instance, world's deadliest pandemic. Wearing a paper mask will stop it. I said, if you believe that, you've caught the stupid. I said originally that wearing a paper mask to prevent COVID is like wearing a cowboy hat to go scuba diving. And since then, they've tried to perpetrate this stupidity through transgender madness, an open border. I can go on and on. And that's why I came up with this. And I think it would be a delightful palate cleanser at this time. Sing along if you know Arizona the words. Arizona and Corona. Yeah, we're done with the stupid. All the lies about them they've been telling you. About everything. How did they win it? We done. The freaking Senate, when the votes that they received were very few. Don't catch the stupid, don't buy their BS. That climate change is real, inflation's not. That's a lie, too. Don't catch the stupid, don't believe them, because distraction and diversion's all they got. We all know that Hurricane Ian was the result of global warming. Russian collusion led to confusion. January 6th is a smokescreen. The new Green Deal is a disguise deal. Like their mandate forcing you to take vaccine. Don't catch the stupid, you just can't do it that in women's sports men should compete no they shouldn't they're teaching sex ed in kindergarten their destructive policies we must defeat like wear a mask Man. don't wear a mask Man. statues have fallen it's so appalling to ignore hunter's laptop and his theft don't catch the stupid rejected nonsense don't catch the stupid, rejected nonsense. Everything is stupid on the left. Hey, by the way, if you would like to have Jim Gossett come to a uh, corporate gig, a personal gig, whatever, and perform a comedy show, Jim Gossett, here's his number, I want you to write this down. And then we're going to take this show on the road. Uh, we've just got some hoops we need to jump through. Here's Jim's number if you want to book him. He, and he could do political or non-political. 678-829-SHOW. 678-829-SHOW. All right? Going to take a break. Come back. Got a couple of lighter things on the other side of this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. It's time to make common sense common again. It's The Rob Carson Show. Don't miss President Trump. Two live speeches tomorrow. Uh, 2.30 Eastern, Columbus, Georgia. And then Saturday at 6 o'clock from Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm going to be on before the uh, the Greensboro speech. If you would like to go to NewsmaxTV.com, uh, you can get all the details. Uh, this is going to be big. <laughs> this is, this is going to be epic. I mean, historical and epic. And I got a funny feeling. He's going to kick some major ass. All right? So tomorrow, Newsmax, 2.30 p.m. Eastern, 1.30 Central, obviously, from Columbus, Georgia, then 6 o'clock from Greensboro, North Carolina, and the gloves are coming off. It, this is going to be uh, epic. If you thought that 5 million people watching on CNN was going to be big, you ain't seen nothing 
compared to what's going to happen. And then I got to tell you, Newsmax, I, like I said last night, I'm so proud. I'm really proud of my network because they, they're just doing a great job. Last night, Rob Schmidt did a, a yeoman's effort on this this a second indictment of an ex-president for, for the first time in history. That's why we spent so much time on it. This is historical, and it's unnecessary, and it is third world. It is third world, and it cannot be allowed to continue. Joe Biden, listen, I want people to go to jail. And I got to tell you, the people who are going to go to jail should feel real happy with just going to jail because they line people up against walls in other countries for doing this crap, for having coup d'etats. And I mentioned this. I said, I said, you know, this this Bolsonaro election in Brazil, man, it sounds a lot like 2020. And then I hear people say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the same thing's going on in Pakistan, too, by the way. Same thing is going on there as well. We are descending into a third world model for justice, election, and the power structure. And we got to stop it now because too many people have died defending the country as founded, which has made us the greatest engine of individual economic freedom and prosperity in the history of mankind. That's worth fighting for. And I'm gonna. Hails to the yes. Here's Stephen A. Smith. Listen, Stephen A. Smith, he's a he's a, a sports dude, and he's a lefty, and sometimes he's so far off base. But even he said this about uh, what the left, why the left is treating Donald Trump as they are, and why they have been trying to persecute him unsuccessfully for seven years. So what makes this any difference? They can't beat him legitimately and it's gonna add right. it's gonna it's gonna add momentum to his argument that they're exhausting themselves with doing everything they can to prevent him from being the Republican nominee because they can't beat him. Yeah. Boom. Finally, this is a story I just throwing this in there. This is a story from Las Vegas. Now I'm doing this because they got a guy who's gonna he's gonna uh, testify before Congress about UFO aliens. We have their ships, we have their bodies. Listen to this. It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro police officer's body cam catches this something flashing low in the sky. 911 emergency. I saw it Minutes too. later, there's a there's like an eight foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and they well, have well, looking at us. And it's still there. Someone calls 911 reporting two large figures in their backyard. Uh, no, I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone's Bruh. on the shooting star, and these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What did you see? It was like a... Like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long, tasty top. All right, there you go. And there were lots and lots of witnesses. Although the police have already uh, have already closed the case. We will see. Uh, let's take a break and come back. Wrap up this thing. You're listening to the Rob Carson Show. All right, guys. I am off Monday and Tuesday, but I will be back Wednesday. Uh, Mary Walter will be here Monday and Tuesday. Watch Newsmax this weekend, my TV show, Rob Carson's What in the World, after the Trump rally tomorrow night. God bless you guys. God bless America. We're going to win. And until Wednesday, don't catch the stupid. See ya.